The Adventure Syndicate presents the Jenny Graham Round the World podcast, sponsored by Shand Cycles. So my route took me, started in Berlin and took me east. I went through um, Poland, Lithuania, Latvia, into Russia. Spent a really long time in Russia. In June 2018, Inverness cyclist Jenny Graham set off on her Shand Stushi steel frame bike, affectionately named Little Pig, to become the fastest woman to circumnavigate the globe. She did the whole thing unsupported. No one to sort her accommodation or meals or wash her clothes. No one to give her a wheel, cheer her on or smooth her passage across the borders. This was just one woman, her little pig and a whole big fat saddlebag of determination. Um, And so then I went from Anchorage down the side of the Rockies uh, through into Canada. While she was away, Jenny sent back audio postcards. And this podcast is a combination of her thoughts and reflections when she got back, together with some of those recordings from the trip. To Europe and come up through Portugal, Spain, France, Belgium, Holland, and right across Germany, back to Berlin. Part seven, Canada and America. Wow, I'm just caught in a massive lightning storm. Jeez, oh. It's just, it's just starting around all around me. So I started um, at last town I left. It looked a bit like, oh, I had seen some lightning actually, but the wind was going in a good direction that I thought it was going to get blown away from me. Um, Oh, the whole light, the whole sky is lighting up. It's definitely getting further away. So when I was crossing the prairies, I had some amazing thunder and lightning storms. They were absolutely incredible. And one night, well, sort of day, it was one whole day, it was, I could see in the distance, things were so black, like the sky was so dramatic. And I could, there was forks of lightning all day around me. I mean, the prairies are pan flat and you could just see it for miles you know the fork lightning is like oh wow it's getting further away that's good um so i'd count you know i don't even know if this is real but i always count like you see the lightning then you count like one elephant two elephants and then that represents how many miles away it is like this is the type of thing i always when i'm stuck in a thunderstorm i think oh my goodness i have to think if that's real or is that just something you did when you were a kid um but then, you know, when it's not lightning, then you forget all about it, don't you? So I was coming along there. I thought I thought I was going to miss the storm. I thought it was just going to sort of blow past me. But instead, I've ended up right in the middle of it. The wind just dropped and it's just hung here. The next town's only 7k away, but when I, I've just come off the road and found a bunch of trees, um, that I'm in it's sound actually it's funny because like all for the last two weeks I've been avoiding trees like you know cycling in the middle of the road so I'm not too near the trees for the bears it's like that and tonight I'm like oh my goodness get me in the woods get me in the woods um oh I tell you what feels quite nice being in here now I don't mind a thunderstorm but see when I was out there and like (laughs) it's like oh God, get me out of here. So it's it's just, there's just nothing, like there's nowhere to hide. 
um, it's they're going off all the time. That's how I keep stop talking because the whole sky is like lighting up. Um, but yeah, the the land is just so flat here. Like I have been climbing a bit today, but then you just get up onto a plateau, and I'm on a bit of a plateau just now. And uh, yeah, I was just like making plans for like what if it got to three elephants then would I still be making these trees or would I dive into the um, dive into the verge but I reckoned that if I could make it to these trees then at least I'm getting a bit of shelter from the rain and it's worked and I've left my bike well away from me I've not been caught in a thunder and lightning storm for ages like this we had some in um, uh, Mongolia but they were, it was pretty far away and like it was going on all around me but it wasn't, like I wasn't in it whereas this feels like I'm properly in it but it does feel like it's moving yeah exciting um, it's always when you make big plans so I was like, right today I'm going to do this many miles <laughs> And then it's like half past eight at night, it's just getting dark and uh, the whole sky is lighting up all around you and you think, ah, oh, maybe, maybe I'm not going anywhere for a wee while. It's when the lightning comes, I mean, just get into shelter, you know, I was surrounded by woods and I just, um, yeah, got in and, and sat it out. Because don't you always, as well, like you always forget, oh, what are you meant to do when you're on a bike? What's the crack again? If you get, like, will your rubber wheels stop you getting hit by lightning? Is it a bit like a car? I don't even know if to for a car. I'm going to look all these things up. I bet there's a podcast. I bet there's a lightning podcast. I'm going to see if I can find that. I can listen to it when I'm riding. Oh well, so that's the bit of excitement. It is 20 to 9 on Tuesday the 11th of September and I'm currently cowering in, in bushes and trees. Apparently not scared of the wildlife anymore. I'm scared of the lightning instead. <laughs> I don't think there's many bears down here. But I'm not going to go by it just now. Got enough to think about. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was a massive big fork. <gasps> elephant, two elephant, three elephant, four elephant, five elephant. Oh, jeez, oh, what power! Woofed. I might be here for the wee while. It ends up there'd been a tornado. So this was a tornado and like the outside, about 20 miles outside the tornado, you get these like incredible lightning storms. And, and so I had ended up, I mean, I was watching it all day and then I ended up cycling into it. And of course I become a weather person when I'm out there. I'm like, oh yeah, I think the wind direction is going that way. So the chances are I'm going to miss this thunderstorm. And then it ends up, you're like in it. You are actually in it. It's all above your head. Massive sheet lightning, huge winds coming off the tornado. And uh, I didn't know it was a tornado until I heard the siren. So you've got this really dark, almost like country roads. You're surrounded by trees. The branches are getting flung about everywhere on the road. You've got this massive lightning storm above you. And then you start hearing, woo, woo, like these sirens going off. And it's like, 
Oh my goodness, what is actually happening here? It, like an air siren, like they had in the war. It was like one of that siren going off. It was like, holy moly, what is that? And then like the next day I found out that it, there was a tornado just 20 miles north of where I was. And that's why, like that's what was the crazy weather that day. Because I did like 100 kilometers and it took me all day. It was such a crazy headwind. Um, and yeah, and everything else, so at least I know where it was. Feels better knowing that it's not, it wasn't a bit windy, it was an actual tornado. Morning, this is stats for the 15th of um, September. So yesterday was crazy windy. Oh, honestly, unbelievable. I was moving along at like 12 kilometers an hour for hours and hours and hours, just bang on and right into the wind. So I crossed over the border, the um, American King border uh, portal, and then, then it was just basically a headwind for hours and I was meant to turn off. Um, just after bio bells, but then I went into a pub and, and worked out some distances and saw that actually I could have a I could have a crosswind rather than a headwind, which is still still not fast progress, but like I'm gaining maybe about an extra five or six kilometres an hour because of it. So yeah, so that's what I've that's what I've done. So I've cut off rather than following the route. I've cut off. Um, at, yeah, I've come down to Kenmare and I'm heading into, which I thought I was going to get to last night, is it um, Minor, Minor? And then I'm going to go to Carrington and then from there I'm going to cut up and I'll still get to Grand Forks but it should just be a little less in my face, windy. Um, with with any luck. But it just meant that yesterday's stats are rubbish. So, um I rode for 11 and a half hours because I got up so late because I'd rode so late the night before. I think I only had a stop time yesterday of like two hours, which is really good, but um, distance 164 kilometres. Like that's half of what I'm aiming for just now, do you know? Um, so yeah, I just got to plug on today and just see what it gets me. It's just, you just, I just can't possibly do any more about it I could put more hours in so I got um I slept I pulled over last night actually and it was like oh just so tired and it was so windy and I saw this beautiful like cat grass and the tree and it was meant like I was just headed straight for it and then just lay behind the tree and it was just like all stopped and it was really calm and peaceful and the ground was pretty warm. It was so nice and I must have drifted off to sleep because I had with a car passing. This was like about one in the morning. And I woke up with a car coming out of the junction where I was and then I just sort of started pretending that I was just looking at the ground, doing something on the ground. But um, yeah, just knackered. I almost stayed there but it looked a bit like, oh, this is the middle of like you know an estate like it was right on the main road so then I rode for about an hour hour and then got to this wee place but and it's just a pub I just camped out behind the pub 
Um, and it's raining when I woke up, but it's not pelt down, so that's pretty good. And just as well, because I fell asleep before I even got into my bivvy bag properly last night. And I just found my phone lying out, like, beside my head. So I don't know if it was there all night or did it just fall out when I was getting changed. But, um, yeah, it's just sleep doing stuff. So, well, today will be a better day. I'm sure of it. riding all night through these little towns and then and like there's hardly anything in them maybe like a gas station if you're lucky but definitely not a 24 hour one and um so I've been riding through them and then I was just like looking I've not had a motel for a few nights and I'm needing to catch up with charging and modern stuff and so I looked here and I seen that there was this casino like 24 hour casino I was like all right so, checked it out, they had a room, and it's cheap, like, it's like 40 quid or something for the night. So, like, oh, I'm just drawing the curtains. So, that was, um, that was sound, and then I cycled through the town, like, if you went into the town itself, you would just think, oh, there's nothing here. And then just on the outskirts, there's this massive, like, this is a huge casino, and it's got all, like, shops and restaurants in it, swimming pool, <laughs> like it's be like it looks beautiful from the outside and it's lovely in the big main hall and stuff. But it's just such a funny place for it. There's not a lot of cars about. I don't imagine it's that busy but um oh god the last reception everybody has got Scottish everyone's quarter Scottish, half Scottish, granny was Scottish um <laughs> Which is totally lovely. It's so nice that people want to talk about it and that. But mate, it is three in the morning. <laughs> Just give me my key. There was a change. There was a change in how much I... How much energy I could put into meeting people and telling people my story. And, and it came when I came into sort of Alaska and Canada. Now, I was coming, already coming into that place, worn down, deep fatigue, feeling, really feeling it. And um, I was, when I came into Canada, people were really interested, like dead keen, even though they weren't, even people that aren't cyclists or, you know, not outdoory folk would, would be coming up to me. And I was getting between like, 20, like 20 plus people a day would be like, oh, hey, what are you doing there? Hey, what's, you know, what's going on here? Really interested, really lovely. But by that point, my time, I was being really strict on my time and I'd kind of got my head around what was a good, um, what was a good structure for my day. So if I had to give everybody that I met five minutes of my time, I mean, that's a dramatic, that's a couple of hours out of your day speaking to people and telling them what you're doing. Equally, 
it's the people that make a journey like this. So you've kind of got this internal battle that you want to give to people, but but you're exhausted and you can't give to people anymore. And there was, this, there was a point of about, I think it lasted about two weeks where I was like literally going into places, not making eye contact with anyone, not smiling, not like when people asked me, not everyone, but when people were asking me, some people would ask me what I was doing. I'd be like, oh, just cycling to the end of the road. and <laughs> just be like, I can't tell you, I can't tell another person what I'm doing. Um, I'm exhausted and it was all down to me being exhausted and giving your, giving your time and giving your story takes it out of you. But I was so aware of how this was not me and how this was changing me. And I was really, really worried that what was happening to me. And I messaged my sister who lives in London and was like, oh, I'm like, inwardly rolling my eyes at people when they talk to me and trying to avoid them. And she's like, welcome to my world. <laughs> it's like, but it's not me. This isn't what I'm like. Uh, but it, I think it was just the self-protection. I was exhausted. And I was like, no, Jenny Graham, you cannot give this story. And yeah, it lasted a couple of weeks, but... Mm. Morning. I'm just sitting in a breakfast hall. I stayed in a like a comfort in last night and got in about half one or something like that so it was about an hour earlier than I was going to stop but it was Baltic like I just couldn't get warm and it was probably about three degrees which like I've been riding in colder but it just felt yeah I felt really tired last night so anyway I just stopped and I then got breakfast this morning, so sound. Just gonna go for my third coffee and maybe another waffle. Two waffles in the morning. It's all right, isn't it? Um, yesterday was quite exciting because I had a random, totally random dot watcher come out and find me. Like he didn't know anyone, like no friend of a friend or anything like that. Just saw me in a magazine article that was printed over here and then logged on to the Adventure Syndicate and found out about the trip and then found out about my tracker and who's been tracking me and then just like just from across the street in like a really random random place like I've not seen for ages you know but bikers aren't going on the roads that I'm going on they go on all the nicery lanes so yeah it's not usual to see people and I saw this guy coming towards me on the other side of the road and then I saw that he was crossing over and I thought, if he wants to chat, and then he just shouted, Jenny Graham, said you? <laughs> oh, honestly, that is so funny. It's such a strange feeling. Um, so we had like, yeah, we had a nice ride together. He was good crack and he was, it was dead windy. So he, he was like, fair play to him. He went way past his car. Like, yeah, he must have cycled about 20 miles from me. Yeah, that was nice. And then, Oh, I had another, so, so, because I've been really tired and finding it difficult to speak to so many people each day, like I'm talking like 25 chats a day, and then I've been sort of avoid, like I'm trying to avoid them <laughs> as much as I can, because I'm just so tired. Um, but last night I met this guy who just instantly started chatting outside the garage, and I was like, um, yeah, just he was like, oh, have you been out long? And I, I just, yeah, I started in Berlin, like, three months ago, and cycled across Russia and stuff. And 
ends up he adopted his daughter from Russia, from um, Siberia. No, from uh, yeah, Siberia. Um, and so he was over there like 17 years ago. And so we were chatting loads about that and just like, yeah, it was just a really, really nice chat. And uh, because, yeah, because I have not met anyone, hardly anyone that's been traveling this year. You know, it's just so big. People just stay and travel within America or travel within America, Canada. So not everyone, obviously, like loads of people travel, but folk I've been meeting. And, um, have sort of stayed here, so no one like not really spoke to about Russia or Mongolia or China and that with with many people. But he was love like he was really good, good chat, and uh, we knew the same places and the yeah, just nice to talk about the culture and stuff like that. So yeah, that was pretty cool, and it reassured me that I've still got some social skills. <laughs> That I'm not just like this anti-social head down, don't speak to me, I'm too tired. <laughs> Which is what I thought I might be turning into. Just about to camp and I'm on the shores of Law Lake Michigan. Is that right? It's Lake Michigan. Um, and it's one of the great lakes and I am absolutely delighted to be here. I was just riding along, I was gonna do an like I was gonna do extra but I've just crossed over a time zone. I've just lost another hour that I didn't realise until I got here that it's now half three instead of half two. So I was like, oh I won't do that extra half hour into the next time. I'll just go and find a wee spot here and it's absolutely gorgeous. I'm right on the banks of it and um, you can probably hear it so the moon's out it's a big full moon and it's a really clear night so you can see all the stars and it's just like a lovely noise to go to sleep to go to sleep to um, had a really lovely day today just nice riding nice weather I was actually down to my t-shirt at one point I've not been down to my t-shirt since China <laughs> It's not been warm enough to take to take my layers off. Even when it hasn't been raining, it's still been like proper Baltic. So today felt nice and then yeah, it was really nice quiet roads. And then I had two visitors, two separate visitors today. So back last year I um I did some guiding, I was doing some guiding for Wilderness Scotland and we were up in the Hebrides, so took like clients away for the week, mountain biking up to the Hebrides and start in the south and then like and then you cycle up to the north, you know, all different mountain bike routes. And we had this amazing group that just bonded so well, it was such good crack all week. And um yeah, they got on really well and we got on really well with them as well and so three of them live out here, live on um, Lake Superior and um, I, so I'd got in touch with them when I was uh, thinking about, well, when I was, when I knew I was going to do it and said, you know, that I was, that I was coming this way, but they live like on the other side, way on the other side of it. So it's like a 300, I think it's 300 miles away they are. But anyway, one of them turned up today. So he like, oh, this car overtook me and then pulled in right in front of me and I was sort of like, oh, here we go. Like, why did you have to do that, mate? In my head, obviously not out loud. And uh, here Jim comes out of the car, just like, hi. Um, and he was down this day for work and he took his bike with him. So then he came and rode with me. Like he, he went ahead of it and got changed and 
came and rode for about 40 minutes with me. It was lovely. It was so nice to see him and catch up with him. And he was one of the first people I told, actually, because he's a sailor. And so we were talking about different adventures, and I was like, oh, brilliant. He was telling me about all his sailing. So I was asking him loads about wind and directions around the planet and all this sort of stuff. And then in the end, he was like, what's all this for? So I told him. Um, so, yeah, he was, he was really nice and then just as he was getting changed this this car had passed and shouted at me but it sounded like quite a friendly shout and there was a bike on the back so I was like who's that like and this is just when I was waiting for Jim and then this lassie appeared and started chatting like straight away as if I knew who she was and I was like oh no like have I arranged to meet someone here or um and it ends up that she's a friend of a friend in Berlin, they met each other in, in uh, away on a biking holiday last year, and she, Michelle, and she lives out here, so she's been following my track, and she just happened to come up, because then I was like, oh, you must be with Jim, are you? And she's like, who's Jim? <laughs> so then we just stood in the car park, the three of us, it was so random, <laughs> so random. Um, I it was nice, oh, it was good. <laughs> Tomorrow I am going to pass, I'm going to get so close to the border tomorrow, it's my mission to get as close to the Canadian border as I can. I spoke to my sister this morning who did a timeline for me of different timings, like of, you know, when I'm going to be due home and um, it, like how many hours, not how many hours, what distance I have to do each day, she's really good at that stuff. So she'll like, um, so she like at the end of a leg when it's coming close to an end she's like got all these facts for me it's like if you cycle for 290 kilometers every day you can do it in this time or you can do it in that time so it's really good it's so so good but I got really upset this morning because it was like not what I had wanted to hear because I've lost so much time so I started the day in a bit of a stop like with myself and then I just thought, right, just put your headphones on. So I put them on. My mum had sent me a playlist and it's a really nice one. It's like all songs that, um, you know, that I'd be used to her playing when I was wee. So it was like, it was a really lovely, lovely to have. And I put that on. It's my favourite morning sort of soundtrack. And put that on. The first thing that came on was Bob Marley, Don't Worry About Everything Will Be Alright. It was like Three Little Birds. And... I was like, to burst out laughing. I was like, oh, he's totally right. Don't worry about it. Um, and then my pal Mark text, like, just on cue. So Mark is a no-nonsense kind of friend that just says it how it is. <laughs> and is brilliant. Like, I do loads of riding with him. And, yeah, we work really well together. We're completely, like, completely different. Um, we've done sort of 24-hour races as his partner and... I'm in the mountain rescue team with him, so we've got a good, we've got a good rapport. And he wrote something like this. He just nailed it perfectly of how I was feeling that day. So he said, um, oh, I'm actually quite close to the road. Can you hear the road? Um, he said something like, you know, how you doing, blah, blah. And then he was like, this is the cracks now, so don't lose focus and like ride well something along that lines don't lose don't lose focus and this is the cracks just hit the spot I was like yes it is the cracks isn't it because 
at this point I could lose everything like I could lose all the time I've made I'm you know I'm tired I'm like the end is in sight but it's slipping away from me every day such a strange feeling and I didn't really bank on it happening like every continent I get through I'm like well next one's going to be easy well next one's going to be easy (laughs) it's like they're not getting any easier at all um so he said that and I was like yeah you're right anyways how we do that (laughs) so we had quite good chat back and forth and I was like you don't need to be nice to me you don't need to think about my feelings I don't think he would have anyway to be honest with you but well not not thought about my feelings but like he just says it as it is I was like but I've got like loads of amazing people like telling me how well I'm doing so I just need you to be like don't tell me how well I'm doing. Tell me how to do it in 10 days. <laughs> how to get to Halifax in 10 days. Oh. So, yeah, that was good. It's funny how people get in touch just at the right time. Eh? I didn't ever sort of message him, Mark, but, um, yeah, as soon as he wrote that, I was like, oh, he's thinking what I'm thinking. That's good. So, I'm away to get in my sleeping bag. It's getting a bit chilly. Oh, night-night. yesterday oh yuck so for the last few days i've been like is that a snake is that is that a snake and be like no hardly you do not get snakes out here like you're just para that'll be a bungee cord or like just at the side of the road dead well yesterday there was no getting away from it right in front of me like i am not joking yet it must have been about a meter long i am cringing even just saying it like oh yuck dead snake right there like, what, what is that all about? Why have they got snakes and bears in the same place? That just doesn't make sense. One or the other, surely, guys, not both of them. So there are bears and there are snakes. And I've been diving about in woods, getting out of thunderstorms and, like, camping down by the lake and just, like, n- you know, no, just not coming into my head, not thinking about it, which is probably just as well because it always adds to a bit of stress to the end of the night if you're worrying about snakes and bears and now like yeah it's today I've got to set off knowing that they're both around <sighs> I think they're not poisonous but um it, to me it doesn't really matter because I'm not I'm not scared of getting killed by them I'm scared of getting cuddled by them like I'm scared of them coming into my bivy bag and like wrapping around me and that Ugh. yuck I actually think I would I don't know what I would do. I'm not sure what I would do, but it... Like, I just don't... I don't ever want it to happen. Or getting up and it's sitting on your feet like a cat, you know, at the end of the bed. Oh! Oh, God! The Jenny Graham Round the World podcast is an adventure syndicate production made possible thanks to Shan Cycles, a small independent bicycle company based in the heart of Scotland, fabricating hand-built steel bikes to order since 2003. Along with Shand, special thanks goes to Mike Webster, Thomas Hogburn and the folk at Bogbane Farm. The music was One More Round by David Seste, Reservoir Sunset by Axletree and Arizona Moon, Bluebell 
Breezy May and Rubber Ball Machine from Blue Dot Sessions. For full music licensing details, head for the Adventure Syndicate webpage. The story consultant was me, Penny Latin, and the series was engineered by Stephen Bull. Coming up next time on the Jenny Graham Round the World podcast. It was all great, and then with about a thousand miles, no, a thousand kilometres to go, I think, just had this absolute meltdown. Mm-hmm.